6 11 on a Wednesday morning. It's currently 44 degrees right now downtown Duluth at the Mix Money Studios. And Ian, yes. do you remember watching Barney as a kid? My guy, I was obsessed with Barney. Were you oh, really? I had Barney clothes. I had Barney shoes. I had the stuffed Barney animal. Barney was my guy. Are you for real? What do you, why are you shocked by that? Barney I'm, I'm, came out a year after I was born. Okay. I grew up with that. I'm just, just making sure. All right. Uh, so <laughs> I love the, the way this opens up. There's a story on our website about the fact that Barney's coming back, and here's how the story opens. Oh, boy. Barney's back. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Of course, this was a big show back in the 90s, so there's a lot of people listening right now who grew up with it, whether they liked it or made yeah. fun of it or whatever. And, you know, that I had friends of mine, some of which, you know, at, at the right age, some of some kids loved it. Others, you know, made fun of it and they mocked the theme song. And For the record, I never admitted that I loved it until today. So, Aw. I know. Your conscience is now clear. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all I needed. Of course, um, they had... Part of the show was was music, and there's some songs that would get stuck in people's heads. That's I all. love you. Exactly. You love me. I'm not going to sing it all. So it, it's not coming back to broadcast TV, just to be clear. It's actually coming back to cable TV and streaming with a new series. It's being called Barney's World, and uh, it's starring an animated version. So it's not a big person in a costume this time around. Aww. It's actually going to be just a... A, uh, an animated character. Uh, it's going to be on Cartoon Network and the new, formerly HBO Max, but Max okay. streaming service. Um, who They've been investing in some kids programming. Of course, that company has ties to Cartoon Network, of course. Um, right. So they've got interest in kids programming. But HBO like got a hold of the rights to Sesame Street a few years ago. Yes. And that was a big deal, too. I remember watching Barney's Great Adventure that came out in 98. Okay. And I just remember being fascinated by that, like, rainbow egg that he had in there. Fascinated. Uh, so the official plot is as follows, and I want to get your uh, your thought on this. Okay. Here's what it says. Mm -hmm. With all the heart and comfort of the original iconic dinosaur, Barney's World is a modernized version with a dynamic characters and music-filled storylines that highlight themes of love, community, and encouragement. Uh, set in a local playground, Barney is joined by dinos Billy and Baby Bop, which you might remember Baby Bop, right? Who is Billy BJ or I don't I don't remember Billy, but I think Baby Bop was the Triceratops. Yeah, the green. Yeah. Do they yellowish. show a picture of Billy? Uh, no, I don't see a picture. Sorry. Oh. Anyway, so it's it's those two dinosaurs along with Barney and their friends who are kids. Um, they, they say. Um, Silly imaginative adventures together. Barney helps kids explore big preschool emotions and show them how to love themselves and others. Aww. BJ was short for uh, Billy Stamps. So it is. Oh. It is his two friends. So, so the, the main characters are yep. coming back. They're okay. coming back. Cool. I can see why they named him Billy in this one. Sure. 14 seasons it was on originally. That's crazy. 250 episodes, of course, on PBS, um, making the move with a new animated version. On Max in the Cartoon Network, Ian, will you? Uh, your kids are a little older, but yeah, you know. probably not. <laughs> but uh, my mom likes to bring this up every now and then, where my cousin used to take my Barney stuffed animal and say, "This is my Barney," and apparently, I would get so upset. Oh, yep. I'm like, thanks, mom, for bringing that up. Oh, the wound's still fresh. <laughs> you okay? Will, no. will you be okay? No. Okay. So I was I was uh, sampling the the theme song a little oh, bit ago, and I was wondering if it if it raised any memories in your mind here. 
song here. I'm not going to Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Anyway, we're not going to play the whole thing. <laughs> Appreciate it, though. Yeah. It definitely brings fun back. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's coming back, apparently. I don't say when, but the new Max service comes out later this month, so I wonder if they're going to roll it out shortly after that. I think it's going to be weird not seeing, like, the big oversized costumes. Yeah. And just, like, just a cartoon, a cartoon character. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, different it, era. I'm sure it will work. Different era. Just like Toucan Sam looking different now, too, you know. Don't don't get me started on cereal mascots. <laughs> okay, then. Touch the, touch the hot <laughs> button. Touch the nerve. Sorry, didn't mean to get you going there, Ian. Anyway, coming up later on this morning, uh, (laughs) of course, Florida tickets, we've been talking about that. Um, There is a change potentially in uh, mind for an ordinance that a lot of people will be impacted in. Superior about, and I want to get your thoughts on that, being you live in Superior. Yes. uh, And uh, also some music on the way for you from, oh, let's say Lady Gaga and more here. Mix it away. Good morning. Forty-four on a Wednesday morning right now at the Mixed Woodway Studios downtown Duluth. And I did not realize this. Miley Cyrus was supposed to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I feel like... I don't... Um, yes. Well, because they show a picture. And, like, is that the character she was so supposed to play? Like, wearing a mask? Like, would we have known it was... I feel like we might have known if it was Miley. If well, she would have been in there. So... I'm trying to remember. So initially what happened is this. She appeared in a very, 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 very brief moment in the second Guardians movie, apparently in a, in a post-credit scene. Okay. As the character mainframe. Oh, okay. I had no idea. Um, however, there was a reappearance of this character in the third movie, and the character was recast. Oh. Yeah. So viewers who watched the second film might have seen that very brief appearance. Um Who's a member of the Ravager team? Right. So, in case you don't know the, you know, who exactly we're talking about here. Uh, so, fans are speculating that maybe because, you know, that's a big name and made a brief appearance, there might be a more, a, a larger role in this movie. Yeah. Not for that character. <laughs> the character, Dang. by the way, was recast to uh, Tara Strong, who also is Miss Minutes from Loki, the TV show. Okay. The the voice actor that did yeah. that. Um, and also has been involved in shows like Powerpuff Girls, Rugrats, and others. Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Something tells me you were a big fan of that show. What? Just oh, guessing. Jojo. Jo, jo. <laughs> so the director of the film, James Gunn, uh, shared that uh, he he liked the, the, the voice that she brought to the table. You know, there was something about her tone that he, that he liked for the character. Um he shared this news back in 2017. He said, I find her funny, likable, sweet. Uh, I like that she cared about the contestants of the show, the voice that she was on when he saw her uh. and was like, you know, this could be a, kind of a cool fit. And uh, because of all that, you know, he contacted her and she said yes to the idea of being a part of, again, that very brief scene in the second. Right. And uh, didn't happen the second time around. So uh, apparently they've exchanged messages over social media. Uh, One of Miley's more recent tweets um, about the situation, which was still back in 2021, uh, said, I miss you guys so much um, with a robot emoji, which would fit with what the character is all about. Because mainframe was an AI. Right. So Um, makes sense. Yeah, there's there's no real word on why she was recast. I I had no idea. So I wasn't like, oh, man, but there apparently were fans who were expecting her to show up in the in the film. Not me. Clearly didn't happen. 
I'm sure, like, she was busy or, you know, schedules didn't line well, up. Well, you know, the new album that came out, this mm-hmm. was the March or what? It was earlier this year sometime. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So probably busy putting the finishing touches on that and other things. So I guess it is what it is. But interesting. I had no idea she did, was a part of that. But it's funny how they try to squeeze different people into these movies. Like, apparently Pete Davidson was in this last one. What? A little bit somewhere. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, look that up. There's actually a story about it on our website. Oh, okay. Just a little little heads up for you. All right, Ian. So we are celebrating National Nurses Week. We sure are. And uh, we're doing so all week long. We've gotten a whole bunch of nurse nominations from listeners across the Northland. We appreciate all of those that have come in. Uh, did you want to read this one? You know, I just want to say really quick, uh, Pete Davidson was in the black hole of sadness in the movie. So, oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no, you can, you, <laughs> you can read it. Okay. All right. Just making sure I'm offering. Uh, so this one is about uh, Melissa Woodhull, who was uh, nominated by Emily. Uh, and uh, so this uh, this is what she had to say about Melissa, who uh, works at Essentia in uh, Superior. My mom, so it's a, you know about her mom, which is all. I love these when you get somebody who's close to the nurse who writes this stuff. So she says, my mom works very hard, uh, both at work and at home. She works 12-hour shifts in our local ER and comes home to care for us all while never asking for anything in return. She is always doing her best to make sure that her family and her patients are cared for. My mom is a strong and independent woman who deserves all of the recognition in the world. And here it is on the radio, some recognition for your mom. And so to uh, Melissa and all the nurses across Northland, thank you again for everything you do every day. And uh, Melissa getting one of the gift packages we have courtesy of our sponsors. We want to thank Essential Health as well as Scrubs Direct. Duluth Flower Farm, Boomtown, and Mainstream Boutique. And more to come later on this morning and through the day today here on Mix 108. 45 degrees on a Wednesday morning. Good morning to you. And this is probably not a good idea. No. um, To to talk smack about the place that you're scheduled to play a show before you play there. Like, I understand, you know, it's their last show or whatever. But, like, dude, you still got to play there. Backstory. So there is an 80s rock band who's scheduled to... They, they announced they're retiring at earlier this week. The band we're talking about is a band named Kicks. If you've never heard of them, I don't blame you. No, it's it's like a small town. You don't blink and you miss them. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. So they had one song that had, like, legit radio success. Um, don't Close Your Eyes was the name don't of it. Don't close your eyes. <laughs> Just like exactly. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They had some other songs that if you, if you know 80s hair rock, you'll probably know yeah. some of their songs. Um... But they announced they're retiring earlier this week as part of their announcement. I know. Um, I actually, I I like some of their songs. Oh, okay. Um, But they announced they're retiring er earlier this week. I I like their cereal better. (laughs) You would. Um, But their last scheduled show was in Hinkley. So they do their Rocktember event every year in September. And it's a two-day festival. They're having a whole bunch of 80s bands. Brett Michaels is going to be there. There's going to be some others. Um, Lita Ford. Yes, Firehouse. Yeah, can't so leave I, them out. Exactly. So there's there's a bunch of big bigger '80s bands that are still touring and whatnot, and, and they're I, part of it. I do have to mention Queensrÿche just in case my mom's listening because she admits that I was named after the lead singer. Interesting. Not true, but that's what she claims. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, anyway, so this band Kicks is supposed to be one of the acts playing. They're playing Friday night. They're they're the show right before the headliners. On Friday night, which I believe is Queensryche, isn't it? I, I think right? so, yeah. yeah. Let me double check the schedule here. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, so anyway, they announced uh, over the weekend, this last weekend, that they're retiring. They're getting, they said, it's been 45 years. A couple of band members are starting to have some health issues. 
They're like, you know what? We're going to hang it up. They were doing a show in Maryland, and they, they announced, well, we're going to be hanging it up. And then they said, well, our final scheduled show is in Hinkley, Minnesota. And the, the words they had to share were not exactly kind about uh, the idea no. of playing in Hinkley, Minnesota. So the lead singer, as he was talking to the audience at this show, said, we've decided we're going to finish up the dates we have scheduled through the summer, and then we're going to end in Hinkley, Minnesota. And he goes on to say, and we thought, who the blank wants to end their career in Hinkley, Minnesota? <laughs> he goes on to say, so we brainstormed. We said we want to do one big final show in the area back in Maryland where they're from, which mm-hmm. is where they were when they were making this announcement. He goes on to say, because you guys deserve it. No offense, but Hinkley, blank that. <laughs> and, like, I understand wanting to do your last show in an area where, where you're, you're from. from. Yeah. But, like, also, like, Rock Timber feels like kind of a nice place to... Well, Call it done. It's a music. It's a two day music festival with yeah. a bunch of bands of your era. Exactly. You're like, I don't know. That feels like a good spot. Yeah, it's not home. Or the suggestion I would offer is this. Okay, maybe say you know what? This is our last scheduled show, but I have a surprise for you. We're gonna do one more. We're coming back home after that show. Yes. Like you don't need to say rather you know, than dogging on Hinkley. Yeah. Come on, man. Oh. So this the show still looks fun. Like I I'd, I'd probably go, <laughs> but. Uh, that's not exactly a great look to be, you know, blank, blank the place that we're going to play. What no. could be our last show? That would be hilarious, by the way, if they don't end up getting that show back in Maryland lined up. Like if something falls through and it doesn't happen. You know what? Kind of <laughs> hoping for it. Not going to lie. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's uh, it's not a great look. No. But it happened. It happened. Uh, we've got, if you don't know who this band is and you're curious, we've got some video as well as a full lineup of this two-day concert, which nice. they do a pretty good job with this rock timber thing every year. If you're yeah. kind of into that 80s rock type of thing, be a fun show. We've got the details on the next mobile app and com about it. Next hour, your first chance to win flow rider tickets of the day. If you've gotten your name thrown in the hat, be listening. If we draw your name, you have to call in within five minutes, claim those tickets and get a chance to uh, uh, win some money coming up as soon as tomorrow morning right here in Mix It 08. <laughs> Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mitch 108. What a tool. Oh, boy. A Massachusetts man uh, got into an argument with his wife over infidelity. Uh, okay. Well, that's that, first off, that's probably understandable if it, you know. Right. Well, then his wife uh, took his phone, and that's when he got real upset. Okay. He took a box of takeout chicken wings. Here we go again. And launched it at her. Jeez. She got hot sauce in her eyes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Not good. Not good. He was taken in custody. Ah, yikes. It sounds like if he actually was um, the the, the one being. The infidelidator? Yes. uh, (laughs) I just made up a word. He he deserves the hot sauce in the eyes. 100%. You know. He gets upset because he got caught. Come on, man. Hey, a 14-year-old down in Florida. Needed a ride to her boyfriend's house when uh, her dad wouldn't give her a ride. She took matter in her own hands. Okay. She ordered pizza to her neighbor's house, then hid in the bushes. And when the delivery driver went to the front door to ring the doorbell, she then got inside the vehicle and tried to take off. Jeez. Yep. Didn't uh, didn't do uh, <laughs> so well for her. I'm guessing not. No. Nothing. Was, nothing like trying to get somewhere by stealing a vehicle. She was charged with Grand Theft Auto. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
And then lastly, a New York man wrapped his car around a tree while playing Pokemon Go. No. Yep. The 28-year-old suffered a broken ankle and leg lacerations when he slammed into the tree, all trying to catch, any guesses? Charmander. Lapras. <laughs> yep. that's, this person's lucky that's all that they got for injuries, frankly. Honestly. His oh, uh, mom stated, he's just trying so hard to be a firefighter and an EMT. Well, he probably should be distracted driving. It was also his brother's car that he was driving. And no. let me show you a picture. Yeah, that's uh, that's totaled. Yep. Yeah, the whole engine compartment. Sorry, bro. Destroyed. I had to catch Lapras. So he's trying to be a firefighter and EMT. So what's he trying to keep his friends in work or what? I mean, come on. Hey, hey. Uh, no word on if he actually caught Lapras or not, but uh, he did catch a broken ankle. So. Uh, don't Pokemon and drive, folks. No, no. It even says on there, if you attempt to, not that I have, that says, uh, you're going too fast. Are you driving? I mean, probably don't ride a bike in Pokemon even. Oh, no, that, that, that could be bad news. Too. Don't well, do it. That's going to do from a toolbox, Nick. All right. Hey, it's 45 degrees on a Wednesday morning, and Ian, we're getting a Prince Highway in yes. Minnesota officially. Of course, we talked about this a few weeks ago, how it was we working did. its way through the state legislature, uh, and it's official. Awesome. So the late pop superstar Prince is being honored in Minnesota as the state now is renaming a seven-mile stretch of highway officially that runs past Paisley Park, where he, of course, that was like his musical home. You know, yes. it was the, the place that uh, everybody thinks of his, when they think of Prince, that's where they think of. Uh, the governor, Tim Walls, used purple ink oh, yesterday, yes, of course he did, uh, to sign the bill that dedicates the roadway formerly known as Minnesota Highway 5 uh, to Prince. Now the stretch of road in the uh, the suburb of the Twin Cities, the, the Chanhassen area, uh, and Eden Prairie is going to be named Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway. And they were showing signs off when they were moving this through the legislature. It's just a purple sign with white writing that says Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway. I love it. Makes sense to me. Um, Prince's friends and fans are covering the cost of the purple signs that will go along the roadway. So I know there was a GoFundMe set up, yep. and there were people that were close to him that were a part of the fundraising efforts. Um, so after touring Paisley Park yesterday, the governor described Prince as a global icon and creative genius. The governor said that his uh, this is one of the coolest bill signings he's ever done, which it's not. I mean, a lot of the bills you sign are pretty serious. or yeah. You know, like this is one of those where it's kind of a neat, a little different. So I, like I could understand that. Um, he obviously is one of the the big cultural icons of the state. Whether whether or not you're a fan of his music, you know it's somebody that almost everybody knows who Prince is. Mm -hmm. um, so can you name my favorite Prince song? Your favorite Prince song? Yeah. Um, is it Purple Rain? It is not Purple Rain. What is it? Oh, little Red Corvette. Okay. I have such a hard time picking what my favorite would be. I know he's got so many good ones, but that is by far my go-to Prince. Well, and so like the question is, do you just go with a Prince song or Prince and the Revolution? Or because he's had different iterations mm -hmm. over the years. So I don't know. It's kind of a hard situation. Um, so the uh, the Senate passed the bill late last week, leaving it for the governor to sign. And again, he signed the bill into law in purple ink, and now uh, signing will be going up soon along the roadway. Yes. So love that. Neat. Yeah. Um, Ian. Yes. Speaking of music. Yeah. There's a couple of musicians coming to Duluth to play a show this summer. Sure is. So we've got, uh, Flo Rida mm -hmm. and Twista. They're doing a show at Bayfront this summer. We have tickets to give away. Yes. 
I'm going to announce the name. You got five minutes to call back, claim your tickets, and if you can do that, your name will then be put into a drawing to win cash for Thursday mornings, and we're starting that tomorrow morning. So the name today, Riley Swenson, or this hour anyway, yes. Riley Swenson. Give us a call, 740-2MIX, 740-2649. Riley, your time starts now. All right, let's see if we can hear from uh, that person to see if we can get them to claim their tickets and also get the chance to win money Thursdays. That's tomorrow, for example, is the first of those chances. Yep. That's all coming up here at Mix Annoying. Ian, you have a unique perspective on weddings because you're at a fair amount of them every year. I sure am. I DJ every single wedding. And we're getting into wedding season. Okay. As the weather gets warmer. And with that, there's actually, there's uh, apparently a wedding trend. And I did witness this with my brother's wedding this winter where the couple will give wedding favors or gifts to the people that attend the wedding. Not, you, maybe not necessarily everyone, but, you know, maybe at least like family and friends that are closer. So your brother did wedding favors? Uh, we all got a little goodie bag. I feel like that because that was a smaller intimate thing. Though, it was. Right? So there was maybe like 30 some people total. It was a destination wedding in Mexico. So yeah. it wasn't like it was 200 some people. It was okay. a smaller group. Uh, but what was nice about that particular gift package was um it was it was stuff applicable and usable to the trip for the most part. Oh, I like so that. So I'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. Um so this uh this wedding expert says couples and of course the wedding industry, the people that that are tied to like wedding stuff love the idea of wedding gift ideas from the couple to people because of course it's something you're going to spend money on. It seems yeah. cute. It's a way to remember the the date and everything else. Um but apparently a sizable number of people attending the weddings that get these things aren't a big fan because then they end up collecting stuff that they're expected to hold on to. I feel like, you know, I if it's an acquaintance, like, uh, yeah, yeah, why do I have this? But if it's like a really good friend, like, I'm going to keep this. So some examples of things that have been give, given as gifts, like wedding tokens, uh, include, you mentioned this is a trendy thing, matchbooks. Yes, the literally the last three weddings I DJed last year all had matchbooks. Which is interesting because normally when I think matchbooks, I think of like old old school somebody like lighting up a cigar or a cigarette. Yep. And that is so much not a thing for many people nowadays. I, I mean, I use them to light candles. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's other purposes you can use a match for. But th that's, you know, that seems to be what comes to mind for me anyway. Other things include sunglasses, uh, koozies, uh, bottle openers, a golf ball, a deck of playing cards. I've seen many of these things actually as gift ideas. I wouldn't be upset at the koozies, especially mm -hmm. if you like, you know, you use them. Right, exactly. My favorite thing that I personally got, uh, even though I wasn't a part of the groomsmen, I was a DJ, but they still gate got me a zippo lighter with oh, my name engraved in it. dang that's a that's a yes. fancy little gift i know i still have it it's so cool so this wedding planner says that people attending the wedding aren't big on this um i don't know why because a lot of these things are generally there because of the fact we give them to many people they're usually not like big expensive things sometimes right. people get glassware for their guests which is a little bit you know bigger of a thing because then you're you're probably expected to keep that in your in your glassware cabinet yeah as opposed to like a deck of playing cards or a can koozie or whatever those are a little different um I, don't know, but I think they're fun the wedding planner says that a lot of these people attending the wedding are like well no what do i do i, I gotta keep this because if they come over i you know or how do you like the gift that i gave you you know there's that whole well, thing you know what just don't come to the wedding then so, i don't want you there if you don't want my gift wow so um, going back to my brother's, so what he and his now wife did is being, it was a, it was a beach resort wedding in Mexico. Yeah. So everybody got a little reusable bag and it had your initials on it. Oh. 
which is kind of neat. So, and it was a pretty nondescript bag. So it's something you could use to go grocery shopping if you yeah. wanted to. Um, and then inside the bag, again, beach wedding, February, mostly Minnesotans going to this thing as well as people from Kansas City because that's where she's from. Okay. Um, so sunscreen. Mm. Which is ni- which is nice because when you're traveling, it's harder to pack, you know, bigger containers. So right. they actually went out of their way to pack bigger containers of sunscreen. Uh, there was a can koozie in there for everybody, as well as a like a tumbler, like a bigger style yes. tumbler for either coffee in the morning, water, or drinks. Uh, they pack some of those liquid IV things because you're going to be having uh, some drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, some some <laughs> some Advil actually is nice well to go along with that. Nice, very um, thoughtful. Yeah, and then there was a few other little odds and ends. Like there was a little fan and a few things. Like there was a few odds and ends. There was like well, the fan was kind of like I don't, I don't know what to do with this. Um, but it, but everything else was usable, and a lot of it was actually used during the wedding or the time that we were there. You know, a little upset my invite got lost in the mail, but it's fine. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. I was there for your sister's Bl- wedding. Blame the mail carrier. I will. I will. <laughs> but that type of stuff makes sense to me. Um, but I have been to weddings where just a can koozie's been a thing or a deck of playing cards or a golf ball. I don't I don't mind those things. Did your sister do gifts for her people? I don't remember that being the case. I no, did. I don't think so. I'm gonna have to call her up. Yeah. Well that that trend is is more recent. She got married <laughs> a good number of years ago yeah. now. Um but I'm a little shocked that there's a growing number of wedding attendants, like people going to the weddings they're like, Upset. you know, I don't want these things. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird like, to me. It's a little token of their appreciation for you celebrating their wedding day. Yes. You know, unless they give you like a duckling and you're like, okay, you need to take care of this duckling now. I would love that. <laughs> I would name him Howard. Howard the Duck. And he would be wonderful. That's amazing. So another trend, this is actually something else. Apparently my brother and sister-in-law are very trendy on the wedding stuff right oh. now. So another trend that this wedding expert suggests, aside from doing the um, maybe stepping away from the gifts or going with you know certain types of things, um, is doing a a donation to a cause oh. in honor of the guests attending. Like so what that. they did is they actually, they said, we don't want gifts. Oh. If you want to make a donation toward this cause, they set up a donation page. Yes. And then go ahead and donate whatever money amount of money you'd like to this cause. Thank you. That's all they did. So oh, you didn't like need that. to lug gifts with you to the wedding, which is nice because it was out of the country, right. or send them stuff later. Did you um, still get them a gift or did you do the I donation? got them something still. Okay. But... Um, but that's kind of a neat thing too, that apparently a growing number of couples, including, I didn't realize this was a trendy thing, but my brother and sister-in-law did it too. Look at them. So who would have thought I, I'm going to, not that my brother's not in the know on things, but I'm going to blame well, 100%. I've only met your brother once, but 100% I agree. <laughs> so interesting stuff as we get into wedding season, um, just things to be aware of. So. Have you seen many? I mean, you mentioned one idea, but have you seen other like little trinkets being given away at weddings? I've seen the koozies. I've seen the matches. I don't think I've seen like any of this other stuff. I do. I did see a golf ball because it was, but it was at a golf course. So one other interesting one. He he worked with us for a while, Josh. Yes. So he got married in October. Yeah, I wasn't invited to that one either. But it's. Oh, I'm sorry. A group of us did go. Me and Lauren and Ken and and Tony and. Sorry. I even tried to be Tony's assistant, but Josh so one shot of the it things down. that they did for everyone, and they just put them on the tables for everybody for dinner, yeah. was they had pressed pennies oh. with like information about the wedding. Oh, 
which is really neat because it's small. Yeah. And what's funny is Lauren's boyfriend goes, oh, I bet I could make fishing lures out of these, <laughs> which is hilarious. I love that. Um, but I have mine actually sitting on a little counter next to some other little trinkety oh, things that I have, cute. too. So like kind of a neat small thing. But it was just given to everyone just sitting on the table before dinner. Honestly, I think wedding gifts are cool. Yeah, I agree. I like them. I agree. All right, coming up soon, we're going to talk to Animal Allies, find out what's going on here in just a little while. With Animal Allies this week, remember, more chances to win some money and tickets to see Flowrida as well. Another drawing happening at 820. So if you have not done so, put your name in the hat on the Mixable app. If you have, listen to see if your name is selected in uh, 40 minutes or so here at Mixanoid. Oh, it's mid-May. We're seeing warmer temperatures. I don't necessarily want to talk about snow, but it's something people in Superior probably are either have heard about and are curious about or maybe want, might want to know. Why not? We live in Duluth. It's forever snowing. <laughs> so, so the city is apparently exploring the idea of cutting the amount of time residents have to remove snow from the sidewalks oh. in half from what it currently is. Yikes. Um, and there's a reason for that. And it's an interesting discussion. But as you as a, as a superior right now, I want to get your take on this. Yes. So the ordinance currently in the city of Superior reads that you've got 48 hours from the time snowfall ends to remove snow from public sidewalks near your home. Yeah. So, you know, right in front of your house or whatever. Um, so 48 hours is the current timeline. And the reason that that was originally put into place is to give homeowners or property owners enough time to take care of that after snow ends. So you're That's not fair. expected to be out there like right away as soon as it's done to oh, get it taken care of. I know. Makes sense, right? Yes. Flip side, um, there's an argument being made that 48 hours actually makes it tough for people that need those sidewalks to get around. Uh, and that it also makes enforcement harder because the example that a uh, um, somebody from the city of Superior offers is when the snowfall ends like late on a Wednesday, let's say like 11 o'clock on a Wednesday night. Yeah. So, or maybe early Thursday morning, that means that enforcement doesn't actually start until the following week so that 48 hours gets dragged out. Oh. And so you've got a number of days where people that need those sidewalks to get around are unable to use them, makes enforcement tougher. So in situations like that, they're exploring the idea of cutting that window down from 48 hours to 24 hours. There is nothing worse than walking down the sidewalk and then having to go out on the street and around because somebody didn't shovel there. This winter, and I, I didn't do a whole lot of walking around in Superior this winter, but in Duluth, I did some. And also just driving around, you see a lot of this. People that needed to because the snow piles were so big, even in the downtown area, they couldn't walk on the sidewalks, right? Even days and days after snow had ended, that they were walking down the middle of the road. Yeah, which is dangerous for everyone involved. Yep. So I felt like the weather was so extra crazy this past season. Though. It was, yeah, it was a lot of snow, dude. I mean, it broke a record. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's a reason that that's being discussed is because snow is very much, even though I hope we're done for quite a while, it's on people's minds. So, yes. um. Apparently, the Superior Public Works Committee took the task of reviewing the snow removal ordinance. Uh, they're they're looking at the amount of time specifically given to property owners to remove snow. Uh, at the recent meeting, they decided, or they they recommended a change, I should say, from forty eight to twenty four hours. Um, people in favor of this suggest the narrow window will help window will help people. Uh, get around and also put some teeth in the ordinance to make it easier to yeah. enforce. Um, now it's it's not a done deal. No, the I next, think it's a good idea, though. Okay, I was so you don't you don't have a problem with the idea of needing to get that snow off the sidewalk in a day? No, it's it's going to help hold me more accountable to make sure I do what I need to do. Okay. Next step is that uh, 
there needs to be a motion to amend the ordinance that action is expected to happen uh, on their next scheduled meeting coming up on May 16th. Mm. So could be happening. And of course it's, 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 it's a little bit funny to me that we're, of course they're talking about this in a time where hopefully we're done with snow for a while, but oh, I know got to get it ready for next season. Exactly. is kind of the idea. And so you're okay with this. I'm okay with it. I'm for it. Okay. Let's do it. What if, what if you're on vacation? I got a neighbor. Aw, would your neighbor actually take care of the sidewalk? He for sure you? would. That's awesome. Not yes. every neighbor's nice like that. We we have a system. Aw, that's good. Way to way to lean on your network, uh, Ian. You know what I tried? It takes a village. It honestly, does. it really does. All right, so let's shift gears now, Ian. We are giving away tickets to see Florida and Twista. We share a town in uh, is it June? June thirtieth, I believe. Yeah. So they're it's doing a show party party. party. Got tickets for giving away. People have been signing up on the Mixed Motorway mobile app. If you haven't done so, do so. Yes. It's a chance to win tickets to the show. Also, chance to win money. We're giving away money starting tomorrow morning, but the only way to get money is to call back when we call you name for Florida tickets. Let's do that right now. All right. Nicole Adolphs. Nicole Adolphs, you need to call right now. To claim your flow rider tickets, 7402-MIX, 7402649, looking for Nicole. All right. Clock has started five minutes to call and claim your tickets and get qualified for the cash we're giving away. Music ahead for you soon. We're going to hear from Nikki Yore and Miley Cyrus here in Mix and Good morning. Wake up with the Mix 108 Morning Brew with Nick and Ian on Mix 108. Lots of concerts coming yes. to Duluth this year. We've had a bunch more on the way. Of course, we've been talking about the flow rider and Twister show coming mm-hmm. to Bayfront. Another one just announced this week, and this one's for the rock fans out there. Uh, they had some crossover pop hits over the, uh, the the years, particularly off of their album 15, which came out in 2007. Yep. Talk about Buck Cherry. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, Absolutely. The deck announced just yesterday that the rockers from California will be coming and doing a show at Deck Symphony Hall uh, later on this year. They actually have a new album coming out uh, in a couple weeks on June t- 2nd. Ooh, so really, I don't know that they're just going to be doing the new stuff. I'm guessing they're going to lean into their hits over the years, which includes oh, yeah. a number of songs. If you if you know anything about the band, of course, they had their song Lit Up. There's, lit up there's that song about <coughs> crazy individuals. Fun fact about that. Yeah. Uh, so when I used to close Subway way back in the day. Okay. <laughs> my coworker and me used to jam out to this song. We used to plug in our iPod okay. into the sound system. It just <laughs> would. It was hours were closed, so no sure. one was coming in. But sure. Yeah, so every time I hear that song, I think about closing my closing days. Yeah. That's super funny. Mm-hmm. That was a big. So I did college radio, and that was a big song. Oh yeah. Then mm-hmm. uh, another one, of course, is "Sorry." That was their slower oh, ballad song yeah. off of that album, "15." Every um, rock band has to have a ballad. It was huge for them. It was their biggest song. Really? It was. Oh, it's one of my least favorites from them. Well, it, it hit. It, it it hit. It hit a lot of people right in the feels. You know. Me. Not so, this ginge. No, I'm sorry. So they're coming to town. They're doing a show. It's uh, October 26th. That's a Thursday Deck Symphony Hall. Uh, tickets, actually, they have a pre-sale the Deck is doing. That actually oh. started yesterday. Um, the regular tickets go on sale on Friday. So if you're looking to score some tickets, we got the details you need to know on the Mixed Mobile app or MixedOE.com. If you want to let your rock side out. Yes. See Buck Cherry. Love that. We've got the details on the Mixed Mobile app. And at mixandweight.com. Uh, so, Ian, we are celebrating National Nurses Week. Sure are. And uh, we've been reading about nurses nominated by listeners all week long, and we'll continue to do so the rest of this week. And you've got this hour's nurse. Who is it? Uh, James no- nominated Nicole Barrett 
And he said, Nicole is an amazing nurse and treats her patients with psychiatric and substance use disorders with empathy and respect as she treats everyone else. She is selfless and is always working and being an advocate for her patient population that many nurses steer clear from. Well, it's kind words, and we appreciate the hard work being put in by by her and all the nurses across the Northland. Every nurse we read about on the air getting a gift package, thanks to our sponsors, Essential Health, Scrubs Direct, Duluth Flower Farm, Boomtown, and Mainstream Boutique, and more to be read through the day today and all week this week here on Mix and Await. Start the day off right. The Mix 108 Morning Brew with Nick and Ian on Mix 108. Well, it hasn't just started, but we are in the middle of road construction season officially. Yep. Warmer weather. Snow is largely gone around the Northland. And with that, uh, more projects being announced. Ooh. So a new one, which gets going on Monday. Oh. Uh, if you dra- drive through the Gary New Duluth area, this one's going to impact you. Honestly, I don't remember last time I drove through Gary. So this doesn't impact you. Nope. But it will impact a lot of other people. That's fair. So MnDOT says contractors are going to start a project on Highway 23 between Gary, New Duluth, and Perch Lake. So it's not a long stretch of road, but the project is going to impact traffic. So it's a lengthy project in terms of time duration. Uh, 1.4 miles of pavement is being replaced. They're doing culvert work, guardrail work, and also putting in some ADA pedestrian ramps during this project, which again is just a small stretch from Gary uh, to the Perch Lake, which is area, which is not, again, it's like around the corner and down the road a little ways. So it's not a long duration, but motorists traveling through the area can expect traffic to be reduced to one lane for the duration of the project, which, again, is ha- starting on Monday. Yes. And it'll be controlled by temporary signaling systems, you know, like the ones they put up where they've got the stoplight they put up temporarily. Oh, That's okay. what they're suggesting is going to be there oh. to control traffic at that one way uh, work is expected to last through they say saturday august 12th mindot notes that following the project the minnesota department of natural resources will be uh, doing some work at perch lake as well at the end of the project as you move southward on 23 uh, the work will also require signal controlled single lane traffic in that area at that project as well so just because the mindot project is done in august that means right. that the, the next phase then gets going i bet you any money i'm gonna find myself during these dates needing to go you will to gary you, so when you go to st cloud you don't take 23 are you when you head down that direction you need to take the freeway well, i take the freeway oh. and then i get off uh was that towards mora yep yeah 23 is a beautiful drive. Okay. I'm just putting that out there. That's fair. Especially when you get down toward Jay Cook and stuff like that. There's It's a, it's a beautiful drive. I mean, I'm not going to be going to St. Cloud much more. Okay. But right, I pull that know, out there. Next time I go, I will keep that in mind. Just we'll just keep in mind that there will be single lane traffic for yes. that 1.4 yes. miles. Uh, I'll think of you the entire time. <laughs> you're welcome. I warned you. Ian, you're going to be sticking around just a little bit longer. Sure am. I'm going to kick you work day off right with 80 minutes nonstop commercial free hit music fueled by Quick Trip, my throwback jam of the day, and getting another winner for Flow Rider and Twista. Love that. And every, everybody that calls in and claims their tickets, by the way, is put into cash drawing every Thursday for the next few weeks. We're giving away 250 bucks, and tomorrow is the first one. So if you're one of the names we picked so far... Or maybe one we picked today or even tomorrow morning yet before 7.30. Yes. You could win that money. That's right. All right. Looking forward to doing that. Stick around. Ian's going to keep you company through the next hour here on Mixing 